And back home as Labour tanks and pre-election polls, we visit a West Coast town that played an important role in the party's history. A miners' strike in Blackball in 1908 laid the foundation stone for Labour's formation eight years later. Today, the town of about 300 people has three watering holes and an artisan food industry that belies its size. But is it still a political hotbed? Our reporter Jimmy Ellingham and cameraman Nick Monroe find out in their first story from their pre-election South Island road trip. Knock-off time at what used to be called the Black Ball Hilton, we'll come to that later, is a good time for debate over a pint. We begin by asking local Jeremy Smale what issues are important to him ahead of the election. Well, it could take a long time if I was to drag it out. There seem to be quite a few nitwits in Parliament that don't seem to be able to sit on their seat for very long. They're always jumping up and down and running away. Why can't we get some more responsible people in Parliament, in my opinion? I think that's one of the most important. They seem to be all about having a go at each other and not getting on with looking after the country. Is he confident this will change? I might be getting old and crusty, and I've got a few friends that are even older and crustier that would probably agree that some of these youngsters don't seem to have much nous and I look at them as if they're still wearing nappies. Mr Smale's mate, Jerry Grieve, also holds a good deal of scepticism. Things have been mismanaged. Um, there's no thought for, I think, for the lo- for people. It's more about who lives in Wellington and the Beehive and how we can best run our own agenda without... Um, and getting re-elected seems to be more important than running the country. These days, Blackball, about 25 minutes' drive from Greymouth, attracts its fair share of tourists, an industry replacing mining as the coast's most important. We were nearly destroyed, the entire west coast, when they shut down all the mining. And they transferred high-paying, productive jobs for low-paying tourism jobs. Okay, we caught that, now the tourism jobs are online and we're improving, but we'll never improve to the state that we were prior to the shutdown. Mr Greaves says part of living in a small town is helping others out if you can. We're fortunate around here that the average Joe Blow isn't like in Christchurch, Auckland and various other cities. We've got a bit of land quarter acre kiwis kind of thing still in that archaic archaic way and most people have a few chickens they've got a vegetable garden Outside in the setting sun is Wayne Henright, one of the founders of gourmet condiment business Blackball Black Garlic who I ask about the cost of living We haven't made that many sales lately but and being winter too it's always a quiet time of year and um, cost of living for me is uh, I always grow my own vegetables and that, so I don't need to buy that much at the supermarkets, like, except for meat and stuff like that. And, mm, so it hasn't hit me that hard. The town is in the West Coast Tasman electorate, New Zealand's largest, which stretches from the top of the South Island down to Mount Aspiring National Park. Damien O'Connor, he, he, he's our coast sort of person. Um, yeah, I don't really get a lot out of him. Um, we need a, a local party here, like we can make the 
coast to coast. The Republic of the West Coast would be great. <laughs> the Black Ball Inn owner, Jane Wells, is clear about the top election issues for her. The cost of living, of course. The cost of petrol. I mean, Black Ball is 22 k's from Greymouth, where a lot of people work. So that's begun to add up quite significantly if you're working there. Um, the cost of groceries is on everybody's lips. And our rates here are pretty horrific, and our local council blames central government for that. Locals still say this is traditionally a Labour town, but Ms Wells isn't happy with its performance in government and its refusal to implement a capital gains tax. Now that name, formerly the Hilton, co-owner Cynthia Robbins explains it came after the Hilton Hotel chain got wind of what was then the Black Ball Hilton and threatened legal action. The Hilton Hotel chain said that they had the worldwide trademark for the word Hilton, but they didn't, they only had the American trademark. But the owners at the time felt that their pockets weren't quite as deep as an American corporation, and so they said if you give us a sum of money, we'll change the name. So at that point the Hilton Hotel chain gave them an undisclosed sum of money and they took that sum of money and with it they built the biggest septic tank they could so they could still shit on the bastards after all.